Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. All right, Kenya, we're back. We are back. And Will, we are one episode away from the big 2 One episode away. I think uh, it's going to be a big one, that 2 I, I agree. I think we're going to have something really special for, for the listeners on the big 20. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've been listening, don't stop now. Don't stop don't now. Stop. Keep it going. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I think um, we have a really interesting topic today. And before we get started, I want you to give us our music tip. Yes, our music tip for this week is this is actually something that is going to tie in into our discussion. And it's uh, it's a book that I'm going to recommend. So our tip is actually a book. Um, Mm. Those of you who are readers and if you're not readers, I think this book is still even easy for non-readers there is a book called the artist's way are you familiar mm-hmm. with that i am familiar with that yeah uh, i haven't read it but i am familiar with it many people i've talked to have read it so yeah the artist's way and i am horrible and because i can't think of the author's name right off the top of my head right now but the artist's way is all about um artists finding their way to to who they are as artists. And so it is kind of like a self-help book almost for artists. And it um, you can get a workbook with it. And there's all these different activities um, that it goes through to help encourage the create the creativity in you. And so it's a really wonderful book if you're trying to kind of figure out your path and is this for me or I don't have enough time mm-hmm. to be creative anymore. What do I do? And they give strategies and um, tips on how you can incorporate creativity in your life so you can get back to your artist self. And so it kind of takes a spiritual lens, but then also that practical lens. And um, it really helps you uh, feel empowered to, mm-hmm. to actually do this thing as, as an artist. So It was written by Julia Cameron. Okay, I was going to say, I believe Julia is her first name, but I was going to say Cohen. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I'm glad you looked that up real quick. (laughs) So say that again. Her name is Julia. Julia Cameron. Cameron. Yes, C-A-M-E-R-O-N. It's called Artist Way. You can get it all over. You can get it on Amazon. You can get used copies. Like I said, there's a workbook that you can also get to go along with it. Um, But you don't have to have the workbook. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I actually might have a copy of that book. That's why I was, I was like, <laughs> I know that book. Uh, I just haven't haven't cracked it open. But I've been reading a lot of stuff yeah. similar to that. And uh, yeah, that's that's sort of my orientation anyway, is, um, you know, spiritually working with my, my, mm-hmm. my music and my craft. So, uh, yeah, yes. it's a perfect I, I'm going to check it out. Perfect tip. Yeah, please do. Yep. Well, good. Good. And on that vein, on that line of uh, thought process, the topic for today mm-hmm. is self-worth and confidence in your art. Mm. We were kind of alluding to this very slightly. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it last <laughs> in time. In the last podcast. So I um, I really wanted to kind of 
just explore this a little bit and be able to kind of give, you know, some tips to the listeners and, and a lot of food for thought, because I, I do think that as artists, we are in this very precarious <laughs> profession. And I say this a lot to people as artists, we don't get the opportunity to, you know, at three o'clock, we don't shut it off and then you're done. You know what I mean? Right, if you're right. an artist, it's a, it's kind of this thing that in fact lives with you. And so because it does live with you like that, um, it's something that I think that has to be extremely, um, you have to nurture yourself um, because you have to know, you have to self-regulate and be able to say when to shut things off, when to turn things back on, when to be still, when to get active. Um, it's a, it's a unique bird. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's an all consuming bird. And I do, you know, there is, it's not just coincidence that so many artists struggle with, uh, you know, substance abuse and struggle with, you know, relationship management. I mean, it's that's it's not just a Hollywood thing. Right. It is it, it is a, a, an actuality. And so knowing your worth, knowing who you are and knowing how to nurture that or at least knowing or trying to figure out ways to get to a stronger place in that, I think is critical. Uh, I think you hit it right on the head. Um I've, I've thought through this a lot over the, the time in my <laughs> my career and, you know, looking back at uh, a lot of the people I know and even people in history, you know, just looking at what being an artist does uh, mentally and emotionally and spiritually to you. Uh, and I mean, we, we open ourselves up basically to, to energies and, and emotions and portals. And it's not unlike being an, an actor or, you know, they they uh, mm -hmm. actually assume identities, you know, in, in, mm -hmm. in their art. And, and I've I've known uh, and, and this is sort of an area where I deal with with ethnomusicology. That's what my, my degree is in. Uh, mm -hmm. We they talked about um, uh, in different societies uh, in, in Africa. I think there was a lady from Uganda that was in one of my classes and she talked about um, acting and, and they have a ritual before they go on stage and a ritual afterwards to basically create a, enter a portal and then leave the portal su successfully. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the same thing with music. You're entering an energy space and then you're leaving mm -hmm. that energy space. Uh, and what do you, how do you leave successfully, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. and, and to be functional again, back into society. And it's, it, it is uh, something to think about really, um, just in, in, in on a day-to-day -day basis when you're creating your art because you're allowing, um, you're opening up yourself to a larger energy flow. And then when you stop, uh, your body just doesn't stop. It's, right. it's still there and it's still <laughs> vibrating <laughs> at that, that level of energy. And then now you got to go brush your teeth. You know what I mean? It's like, right, right, or right. talk to somebody and then, and then you're still talking with that level of energy. So it's, you know, it's, it's something to really be aware of. Yeah. And, and the, the biggest reason why I wanted to talk about it is because what I have found in coaching and I don't think that I, I, I don't think I was, um, I was aware of it, but I didn't realize just how much of a block it becomes when the self-worth isn't really activated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think I realize. I mean, you kind of know that cause you kind of, I mean, self-worth, obviously that just sounds like 
okay, that means something, you know, that's important. But I didn't, I don't think that I realized that so many people struggle um, through that and, and struggle with, you know, giving themselves, um, you know, even what I would, you know, maybe consider some basic level maybe of worse mm-hmm. things. Um, the fact that you have a talent, you know, the fact that you have a gift, you know, what, what does that mean? You know, what does that even mean? And, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what I want to maybe start out with is just to talk a little bit about and get your opinion, Will, mm-hmm. as well is, you know, when we're talking about self-worth, what are we even talking about? Well, and um, in your opinion, yeah, well, well, worthiness, I mean, it, you're, you're trying to, it's, it's esteem related to, and it's just, am, am I, am I good enough to do this or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, am, am I uh, worth, is it worth my time? There's a bunch of different, different ways of looking at it. And um, mm-hmm. I think that everybody uh, is, is worth the, the, the effort, the time and energy it takes to, to build yourself uh, it's it's worth checking things out and and seeing how things right. go. I mean, you never know in what direction. But num- number one, if you had an impulse to do something, that's your higher. To me, that's your higher self communicating to you, is telling right. you that okay, there's something that you need to check out. Now, whatever <laughs> it turns right. into, it could turn into a full blown career. It could turn into the next step on your other career. Um, right. you know, whatever it turns into, it's an impulse that came through you and it wasn't something that you thought it's something that was sent to you and exactly. you need to sort of investigate it. <laughs> so, oh, that was so good. I'm so glad you just, yes, it starts as an impulse, a desire, um, which is, you know, and we won't have church or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a spiritual Eckhart Tolle, you know, moment in our podcast. But, you know, to me, that's that the, that's the divinity of, of, of being alive is that <laughs> we all are kind of planted these little impulses because those are the beginnings of our journeys of, of journeying through purpose and passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you're right. And I and I try to kind of tell artists this, that, you know, you have to start thinking of your artistry more broad. We are getting so caught, particularly, I mean, it's just really loud right now mm-hmm. in our society mm-hmm. and celebrityism and star and being viral and being popular. Um, and so I think we've really skewed um, and really now are misinterpreting what artist means. Right. And what talent means. Oh, this is Thursday, so I don't know if you hear the lawnmower, but oh, here, here he comes. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> every Thursday, although it's going to be getting cold soon. Yeah, so it'll be over. I'm in Chicago. <laughs> it'll be over soon. But um, anyway, <laughs> um, that there's something being planted and that and, and, and oh, right. And so you don't want to have to be it doesn't have to be such a star space, but just because you don't want to be a star doesn't mean that that desire is just going to go fade away somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think that people sometimes, you know, kind of get a little confused. I know this happened to me. So I'm first to admit it. I had to go on a huge journey of self-worth because I, I sat on my gift, you know, of music. I, I knew that it came very naturally. I've always loved music. Um, but I was afraid of what that really meant as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what that what that would require. And so I just tried to ignore it. 
(laughs) And um, I think a lot of people do that in our society. We have bills, we have houses, we have these things we have to, you know, and we want things to be as predictable and stable and, you know, blueprinted as possible. And so when our desires don't fit in that, Mm. you know, that kind of configuration, I think we tend to just try to kind of keep denying it. Um, But, you know, I, I think that that's, you know, that's this it's not going to happen because it's a part of you. And so it's going to show up. And so I just try to, in the coaching, what I have found is to try to help clients and artists understand that we don't have to look at this in one box. We don't have to look at this as you becoming the next, you know, chance rapper. We don't have to look at this like that. Let's just look at your craft and what you love and what can we do so that you can, you know, um, be develop whatever that is to, to, to whatever level you, you know, feel most comfortable developing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so to do that is therefore then to know your worth, because if you don't believe you're worth that, <laughs> then you're going to keep sitting on mm-hmm. it. And so it's this weird hamster in the wheel effect <laughs> <laughs> because it keeps trying to chase you. You keep trying to sit on it and it keeps trying to chase you and you keep trying to sit on it. And it's not until you actually come, you know, come to grips with it and hold it and know I'm worthy of whatever this does, mm-hmm. you know, so it may not, it may not do it. You know, it, it, I promise you, it will not look the way you're ever, whatever way it's looking in your head, <laughs> it's not going to look. So you can feel free to know you don't have to be held by that vision in your head. Cause it's not reality is not going to do that. It's going to actually, to me be actually more profound than what you can even imagine. But, right, right. um, so, yeah, so so it's it is something that um, I think that artists, you know, everybody should take an, a, a moment to check in on their self-worth and get a gauge of that, because what will happen then is once you have taken an inventory and you have decided, OK, I'm going to do this now, you know, it's not that easy. It's not just, OK, I'm going to do this and now we're free. You're going to have various levels within your music career now that's going to keep pushing right. you to to look at that. Or, or to grow or to get get uh, get to a different level in your your craft but I think uh, right. um, what what you what you just talked about is that uh, you know you're you're a high and I always talk in these terms and you know it's I talk in your higher self and then your yourself because I believe that for, for me that you're uh, there's a there's a version of you that's in this this other realm and that that knows everything that's going on and can basically has the mountaintop view and sees what's going mm-hmm. and sees where to go. And your, your physical self here is, is right here trying to figure things out and you're getting messages mm-hmm. and impulses from that person up on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. That's, that's trying to guide you through this Valley and, yep. and knows exactly where the briar patches are and knows what a, <laughs> what a river and a stream is. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. uh, you know, oh, I'm so glad you're going there. So now I won't seem so woo-woo. No, no. Yes. There's, there's, no, there's no woo-woo. <laughs> there's no woo-woo. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this this is, this is you know, and, and that's the, I, I think it's the, the easiest and simplest way of looking at it because it, it gives you a way of, 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 uh, of, of trying to, of, of not having to uh, be responsible 
for um, for things that you have no responsibility over, (laughs) (laughs) which is which is other people's uh, view of you, which is other, you know, Mm -hmm. other people's uh, actions or or things to you. Basically, you are you are in control of how you react or respond to anything. And and it's it's up to you to basically take the initiative to, to move forward and to listen to that other voice that's telling you. Uh, there's a briar patch right there. I wouldn't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to be like, okay, well then let me right. not do that. And uh, here's what, right. here's where the stream is. Follow that. And you're going to get those impulses in, in your life and, you know, in, in your career and just, just pay attention to them. And that's, so let's, let's jump into an, another concept. Um, I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer in meditating. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, from, I was going to say, so Will, <laughs> how do we start getting in that space to do so that, that i.e. meditation? That's yes. how you do it. So <laughs> in order to be able to listen to that other person up on the top of the mountain, you have to be quiet. <laughs> yes, Jesus. And the only way you to get me. quiet. I'm, I'm like shouting upstairs. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, you said we might not go there, but I don't mind going there. You know, that's... <laughs> That's why I like to be. <laughs> so, you know, if if you uh, if you can find that quiet space and just and stop your thoughts from from shouting at you and and just quiet, just watch your thoughts, yeah. you know, just to see them pass by you, and then just just be just sit, you know, don't take long, fifteen minutes is is pretty much the max, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. and let the let the impulse, let the, the the thing come to you, and it may not come to you right there. But you have at least given it the chance for the energy to come in and then you'll see it on TV. You'll see it on a billboard. You'll see it on somebody's the right. back of somebody's car. You'll right. see what you need to see to make that next right. move. Absolutely. This is this is critical. This is so critical. It is so critical to get still in your life. And, you know, I know that meditation sometimes I think it can it can start to feel cliche ish to people or just like like I said, woo woo or not accessible. I think not everybody feels like meditation is accessible. And, you know, I like to think of it as I I try. I mean, I do try very hard to practice meditation, but I would try to tell other people, you know, just think of stillness. If, if meditation seems too lofty or too eccentric or whatever, abstract, all I'm saying is what you just said, be quiet, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just sit down, be quiet and be still. Don't go, don't sit on your couch and okay, well, I'm going to met, I'm going to be still while watching such and such. No, that's not being still because you're watching. That's an mm-hmm. activity. You know, oh, I'm sitting down, though. I'm not moving. It doesn't matter. It's about getting your mind still. It's about getting um, your mouth still, your eyes still. And so meditation is kind of that space where, you know, everything goes in the stillness. So that's that's what it is. But if you can just allow yourself, you know, I say every day, really daily. But if that's too much, start off with just one time at some point in the month, you know, just Uh at at some point start Um, and create a quiet, a quiet time. Cause what's going to happen. And I always tell people this, you're going to hear this chatter. You're going to hear, you know, Oh, I need to go to the store. Oh, did I brush my teeth? today? I mean, you're going to hear that voice doing all that. <laughs> and I try to tell people that's your, that's, that's that human. That's that. That's not the higher person that Will was talking about looking at the mountaintop. That's, that's the human, um, ego. I got to keep you moving self. Okay. So it's about trying to get that self to kind of settle down 
so that he's quiet. And I tell people to think of driving a car. You need that self to be able to go sit in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need that self. That self is not the the navigator. Okay, that self is in the back seat. The 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 peaceful, the spiritual, the the bigger, the higher self, honestly, is not it. it it's it's a feeling almost. It's not necessary. You may hear some people are more audio. They may feel like they heard something, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is just more of a feeling and, and a, and a, and a serenity. And, a and a, for me, it's when I'm not necessarily seeing exactly what to do. It's just a stillness. And so then when I get out of that, like what you just said, then when the phone rings and it happens to be, you know, somebody that, I haven't heard from in years and I start talking to them and they say one little thing mm-hmm. <laughs> in that conversation that was like, ding dong. And you'll, you'll feel it. You'll, you know, it varies on the situation, but all of this is to say, when you start practicing life like this, you start appreciating your worth. That's right. And you start, you start understanding. In fact, I do have a purpose and it's not that you always know exactly what it looks like, but you know, it's there. And I I completely agree with what you're saying, Will, as far as this higher self um, is knows it all. And they're just constantly trying to send you the cues to get you on the pathway to your higher self. And um, if you ignore the cues, the briar patch is not... sitting right there for you, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it gets painful sometimes. <laughs> yep. And but the beauty of it, the the absolute beauty of it all, is that guess what? You get another opportunity all, all the time, every moment, every moment, all the time, all the time. and uh, every moment, and all the time. That that higher self on the mountaintop is right there; it's not going nowhere. And it'll lead you out of the briar patch back to where the path was that you were supposed to be following. <laughs> but uh, yep. and, and the the right. other beauty of this is what what you're talking about is that uh, once once you start to to see those connections happening, once you you feel the impulses and and you get the idea, and then you actually see it respond back to you in in real life, real time. It, it starts to energize you. It starts to motivate you even more. You get more passionate about what yes. you're doing and, and it just creates its yes. own momentum. And that's what you want to get. You want to get that momentum of going towards your yes. goal and, and staying positive and staying on, on that, that path. And, uh, right. and, and it really, it, it creates its own energy. Now you have to keep, keep doing this <laughs> in order to keep that right. momentum going. <laughs> Well, this is what I, I was, I, I'm so, you're just reading my mind because this is, this is the thing. What I am learning is, you know, we, it's just like you develop in anything else in your life. There is a development process that occurs in your self-worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, we kind of describe those beginning stages so that you can start recognizing when flow is happening, I call that mm-hmm. flow and things momentum and things are, you know, lining up and opportunities are coming. And it's not like you, I mean, you're working, but you're not like, it's not painful. It's just, you know, it kind of can feel like, wow, this is just happening or serendipitously like this thing landed here. Mm-hmm. It's not really that it is, it, it is serendipitous in, in the human maybe space, but it's exactly what, you know, like we were saying that the flow and the spirit and all that is, is, is just working together. And so, the stuff is coming. Now, one of the things that I do want to talk about, what happens when you are kind of mid-level in your development? Meaning now you've been practicing this for a minute. Um, you recognize the cues. Um, you The brown patches still occur. <laughs> and one of the things I experienced, 
And this was um, kind of a tough lesson. And I think I'm just now starting to <laughs> get over the, yeah. get past the little brown patch. But um, we as humans have an ego. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I say ego, I don't mean like arrogant and that. I'm talking about to function, to be a human. What separates us from just being a spirit is, yes, the flesh and also the human, the humanness. And that humanness, a lot of times we'll just it's it's operating off of this flight or fight type of thing. So it, a lot of time it's it, it may be a little irrational mm -hmm. <laughs> or it may be a little manic or a little crazy. And so we can start doing things for the ego's sake. Um, I think we're seeing this really clearly yeah. in our president, correct, right now, where the ego has just taken over and it just it forces you to say things that really and do things that are not necessary, are not productive to what the higher self is trying. to Well, get we you see to this do. in the artist realm and the entertainer realm all the time. Absolutely. It's just, you know, the, the ego starts to to do its own thing and and the artist you know they they and and this is the thing we mentioned last time that that I'm going to bring in here people start to self sabotage yes well that's what i was that's just trying to get to yeah <laughs> <laughs> is you start to self sabotage and some of it is conscious and some of it is very unconscious um, you may be starting to think that things that you you may decide that something was a cue well i was supposed to go do you know blah, blah, blah. This was detrimental. Cause I got it. I heard it from the spirit. Mm -hmm. No, that was some ego kind of getting in there. And I, I do think though, the beauty of that, because like what we just said, opportunity is always waiting for you. Recovery is always waiting for you. Forgiveness is always waiting for you. It's always waiting every move, every second. You can't, you can't outdo bad for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's always there. It's always waiting for your next opportunity because the, the, the negative or the sabotage is just in the higher self's space is just lesson. It's just the lesson. It's just trying to get you mm -hmm. more closer to, to your higher self. It's just taken kind of a different route. Right. And so um, you have to, you know, then go back again, kind of to that, those, those methods and, you know, those strategies, that stillness and, and get back in that space again. So if you're finding that you're maybe, you know, you've got, you've been kind of doing the music, you've had flow, you've experienced flow, you've experienced some great opportunities, but now you're feeling, you know, like things are slowing down or more stagnant or more, you know, understand that that's still higher self working. It's just trying to position and get you ready for this next yeah, great the next shift. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And um and I think, you know, you're you're not gonna recognize all of that if you're not taking the time to really nurture this part of yourself. So I wanted to provide just a few tips of how can you, you know, we mentioned the meditation, which is huge. Um a huge, huge, huge part of it is is meditation and getting still and and really being very deliberate and not just Oh, when the moment hits me, I'll go there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to schedule that mess. Like you got to like, for me, I have to schedule it. Right, this is the time right. of the day. Um, yeah. So that's a huge tip. Um, I mentioned the book in the beginning of the podcast, Artist Way. I think it's a great, really, I think books in general and podcasts and, you know, different, different informant type of things are also really good triggers to help you. Um, kind of get still and, and, you know, get a little bit in your thought process. You know, we hope this podcast is, you know, is a way to kind of just get you kind of in the, in the right mindset. Um, 
one of the other things though, I'm I'm really into mind, body, soul. Right, right. And the body part you know, mm-hmm. it has a direct reflection <laughs> on on your yes. mental and emotional processes, and oh. if if one of them's out of yes. out of whack, uh, um, you can you can actually start doing something in in one direction and change the other. So if you're you're feeling low emotionally or or cognitively, you know, going for a walk or, or doing a run or whatever it is, that can actually mm-hmm. start to affect the other. Uh, parts of your your mind body connection and you can start having because for me that's it like my lake is magical Mm -hmm. (laughs) i go for a walk around that lake and i'm good right you know it's it it puts me right in in the right space we were late starting to pre-record this because i was like i gotta do my walk (laughs) you know i walk (laughs) every day i walk every single day i i set up a time i mean i i on the weekends it gets a little tricky because i got kids and then gigs and shows and it gets a little hairy but during the weekdays i work from home i you know i make it a part i literally i i will turn on my alarm it Uh says walk time like if i didn't have a specific workout for the morning or whatever then you know and i know i've got a lot of work to do if i don't allow myself to sit at, in front of the computer for more than, you know, an hour, hour and a half. If, if I've been sitting for an hour, it's time to get up. It's time to move. And that movement, that's what he, what, what you just were saying, Will, is it triggers the body, starts triggering the mind to kind of do a little more of what it needs to mm-hmm. do. Um, and so I, I just encourage you, you know, physical movement is, is a huge, and I'm not talking about going to the gym and joining you know, Orange Theory Fitness and getting your heart rate past 112, you know, 180 after, you know, I'm not talking about that, which is fine if you want to do that and that's good for you. But if you don't want to do that, I'm just talking about natural movement and natural, um, you know, uh, getting your body, getting circulation, getting your mind prepped um, for, for what you're doing. Finding your happy place. <laughs> <laughs> finding your happy place and, I, and i'm finding your happy place. I'm, I'm a big uh big big proponent of of doing something that's called uh virtual reality and this is not from something that you know you put on your your oculus you know glasses whatever <laughs> what you're doing in this is this is no technology <laughs> all this is is spiritual technology you uh you sit mm-hmm. and you be quiet and you can find your, your your quiet space, and then you can create your own visions. Do, like day, it's like daydreaming, basically. But yeah, you're you're fi- yeah. finding happy things to uh, to to think about, to dream about, and and basically what I've done is is uh, I, I go to this place. It's totally separate from anything I'm trying to do. That nothing business related, nothing you know music related, nothing. It's like this place on the on a hill somewhere, and uh, it's got mm-hmm. got flowers, got water, got everything. And what you're doing is you're you're disconnecting into some some semblance of peace. Then right. from there you can start sort of move into other visions, other ideas, or things that you're trying to create. So maybe your music, maybe you see yourself on stage, and uh, you see the lights, right. and you see the people in front of you, and and everything's going well, and the music, and the, the mix is great, <laughs> and everything is happening, yeah. you know, and yeah. and then you're afterwards signing autographs and blah blah blah, whatever it is that you're trying to create, um, you know, f- create that happy space and and move through it and and f- and feel it. And now there's a guy, there's actually a doctor who's done this. His name is Joe Dispenza. Uh, he calls it mental rehearsal. That's his term for it. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. he actually healed himself. He had a bike accident and they said that he would have to have a ride in his back. And he's, he knew that he could heal himself by mentally rehearsing because he had researched this. He had, he had gone yeah. through the research of seeing this and he's seen it in patients, seen a bunch of things where people could actually could heal themselves by mentally rehearsing them walking. And wow. he, and he did it. So yeah, it's no, that's, that's, I, I totally believe in that. And I, I know that that can feel abstract, you know, those who don't necessarily follow this kind of lifestyle or kind of, right. Right. It, it does. Of, yeah. So, so, like you said, woo woo, you know, it feels a little woo, but I'm promise you, I promise you it um, works how I started kind of, <laughs> Oh my God, it works. I started and I was afraid to go there. And I I think that some people, you know, we get caught in religion. We get caught in church. We get caught in. um, I don't mean that negatively. Well, 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 let me let me give a perspective on that. Uh, All all the mm -hmm. church and all the religions, they were just uh, explaining it in terms, uh, you know, pre pre uh, terms back then. And then, you know, whatever, whenever things were written, whenever these books were written, that's how they were explaining it in those terms. But it's the same stuff right. that we're talking about. All, all of it's the same thing. Well, it, it is. And I, I unfortunately, I think what happens, though, and I, I was just um, at a, a church service talking about this. I think we get very compartmentalized and we we feel our spiritual self. We feel our most. Yeah. God, yes, use me this when we're in church or when we're, you know, within, you know, in a fellowship situation or when we're with the choir. But then when we're at home and we're depressed or we're feeling off, like we're not bringing like the way this service was saying was talking, saying, you know, during church, that's the huddle like of a football, you know, the huddle, mm-hmm. calling the plays. We're all motivated. We're all excited. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we leave the huddle and we're like, what we do? What what are we supposed <laughs> go, to do? And it's like you, no. you go you go out for the pass and, and you and you don't even see the ball, you know, and then you, that, you don't see the and ball. you get hit by these other defense defensive players. Exactly. And so what the point is you need to bring the huddle in your life. Like you have to take that well. same and I right. And I think that we get those of us who are active in our church lives and our more religious faith based places, we we only allow our huddle to happen in those physical spaces and we're not putting the huddle in, in, in action in our lives and in our personal lives. You need to bring Jesus, Paul, the Virgin Mary (laughs) and all them other players on your team into a huddle (laughs) every morning, (laughs) every single morning, every single day so that you can. and, And this is not just as an artist, Given what our society, to, to me, this is exactly why we're having earthquakes and hurricanes and Donald Trump's and racism and riots in Charlottesville. And all of this is happening because God is waiting to me. Now I'm really going to go to church, but he's tired of us just <laughs> huddling in the church. You, you need to be huddling everywhere. Mm-hmm. You need to be bringing this. And, and we are being challenged to the utmost, to the utmost, to use what we keep saying we believe in every moment of our lives every day because if you don't use that you're going to be like well you just said completely lost where's that ball going where's it flying i don't know which way to go should i go front forward back where am i doing and i promise you this is the same thing as an artist as you are navigating this very unpredictable space of being an artist you must rely on this this higher self which means a certain level of worth so that you can feel empowered and at peace 
and, and able to do what you need to do and what you desire to do. And don't get caught up in Kardashian effect. Don't get caught up in the star. Just get caught up in who are you and what's the best way I can do this. And that, yes, may equal a career full time in music. It, though, also may not. It may equal a, you doing an after-school program where you teach fourth graders, you know, everything they need to know about breathing when they sing. I mean, it may only equal that. It may be that it's, you know, you are the person who um, sets up the music, you know, for, um, uh, uh, I'm thinking of, like, booking people. I mean, it, it could be in so and many different ways. And it may be ways. one of those just, things for no several idea. months, and it'll blossom into something else for the next other months. And then blossom into something else. And, and, Absolutely. And let, let, me, uh, let me expand your analogy. So, like, because we're in the football season. So, <laughs> if it, uh, you, And I don't like football, hey, Well, you know, it's, ahead, a gra- yes. it's a great analogy. You know, uh, <laughs> you know on the, the Sundays when you go to whatever worship <laughs> thing that you do, you know, that's, that's when right. you're getting the overall game plan. But during the week, yeah. if you don't go to the huddle on the field, you're missing all the plays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You are missing all the plays. Yes. So you need to huddle up yeah. every day to get your playbook, yep. to get your plays for, for yep. what you're going to do on the field that day. And exactly. and that's that's really the, the analogy. And I'm going to bring them. And not what so and not what you're going to do just to do, right. but you're going to do well. Right. Exactly. You know what yeah, I yeah. mean? You're going to do well. You're going to use your gifts to do well. You're going to use your strengths. You're going to use your peace. You know, so it, it's not just about I'm going to just do life. No, we need to do win life, life in a way. We're going to win life. Right. <laughs> we need to win this game. <laughs> right. We need to win life, which means we need to know our worth in order to win it. And we need to we need to be okay with with our worth and feel comfortable in it. Let, let me let me give you one let of, me give you one oh, more thing. So you mm-hmm. talking about worth? Mm-hmm. Well, you mm-hmm. know you the players on on in a football team they're on the field they're on the field for a reason because the coach believes they have the skills to to do what they need to do. Yes. Well, you, you got up this morning, right? Well, you're on the field. <laughs> the coach thought that you had the skills <laughs> to go into the game and and win. Yep. So you are still yep. on the field. So, so that's you worth. got some breath in you. Breathe and get, make it happen. And this is, and, and, and oh, we don't have to end it because we're getting <laughs> close to our 40 minutes. But this is so critical. And this goes beyond artistry. This goes, you know, obviously with anything and everything that we do. This is why we're here. You know, my my belief is that I totally agree with you. This higher self or to me, I call it, you know, my spirit, my soul. It picked this life. It picked this human journey Mm -hmm. because it saw that if I can exist in this human journey, this is where I can take it. This is where this is how I can. This is how this spirit, this soul will grow, how this person will grow and will therefore then impact all those around so that we've got this nice, beautiful domino, you know, collaborative effect called life mm-hmm. and so you are a part of if you were placed here i mean you know when you study the science of how a baby is made i mean it is truly you're like what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like one little sperm came and just boom you know i mean it's mm-hmm. just it's, it's it, the timing of it the the timing of even being con- of being conceived is so incredibly specific it's so specific and um it's so divine so you must know that you're here for a really 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 you know amazing purpose and amazing doesn't equal what we necessarily watch on TV or hear on the radio. Amazing equals powerful, 
powerfully divine or powerfully purposeful. That's what amazing. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're looking oh, at yeah. it's it's the, uh, yeah. the let me let me give you a couple of things. One thing is um uh back to Joe Dispenza. I'm, I want to I want to demystify the situation because uh, he's a doctor and he studied <laughs> this thing. Um mm-hmm. he his his whole thing was he found that the body does not know the difference between daydreaming and and real life or 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 dreams in real life. Uh the mm-hmm. same chemicals that respond to your thought processes and dreams responds in real life. So those healing mm-hmm. chemicals, those healing uh um and I'm not even going to what, you know, the whole science of it, they're called peptides and all these other right. things. But these things are released into your body and actually cause that healing. And and it's it right. it's it's real. It actually does happen. Now the other thing right. is uh, I'm going to speak to the musician side. Uh, if you're, you're, we're, we deal in frequencies. So when we're mixing, you know, mm-hmm. we're doing all these frequencies and how to, how to balance frequencies and whatnot, EQ equalization. Uh, we're, we're talking about vibrating at a, at a higher frequency. We're talking about mm-hmm. raising your, your frequency <laughs> level mm-hmm. to a higher, higher mm-hmm. frequency. And what that does is the things that match those frequencies, they will start harmonizing with you. Mm-hmm. And you will actually create harmony in your life. Let's talk about it musically. Mm-hmm. We're creating harmony. <laughs> so what right. you want to do is right. tune your frequency so you can harmonize with life. And that's all we're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, we're going to be wrapping up this podcast, but, you know, these are all things. Think about the energies when you saw, when you spoke about the frequencies. It makes me think about energy and how critical we mm-hmm. we are about the energy we keep around us and how you really really do that doesn't and, and and notice i say the energy we keep around us meaning you need it so don't go into isolation mode because we we are social beings and we are here also for each other right and honestly ultimately your artistry is for service it's for for you to serve so you it's not about isolating it's about though being very clear about the types of energy types of people types of musicians types of things you're allowing in your space so that you can get the harmonies, so that you can get those frequencies. Because if you if you keep aligning yourself with you know with with energies that don't complement or harmonize or balance you out, you're never you, you're constantly working in this tense, yeah, stressed situation. Called so you, I was just about to say dissonance. <laughs> I honestly was just about to say that, although I like a lot of dissonance in songs. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, but you got to be you got to be careful with that, too. So under my one of the final things I just want to say, as you're trying to map out your worth and, and think about your worth when you're taking gigs, when you're taking opportunities, are are these things matching your energy? Are these things matching where you are in your career? Are you settling for things that aren't pushing you to keep going to the higher? Are they diminishing you? Are they, you know, are they belittling you or are they elevating you toward where you need to go? Are you in flow? And in flow means, you know, you there there's movement happening or do you keep do you, the moment the movement starts to slow down, you flip. I do this and mm-hmm. this I'm, I'm I'm in the moment right now of like, OK, stop, stop, Kenya, because if the moment doesn't if, if the flow doesn't feel like it's, you know, 100 miles per hour, maybe it's 82. But I'm so used to 100. I'm like, oh, it don't work no mm-hmm. more because we're at 82. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, baby, you still moving. You're at 82. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just at 82. So don't get off that trade yet. You're just at 82. You're taking a little bit of a ride. Um, it's important. Just you, you all of these things come into 
to factor in and know that you're you're worthy. You're worthy. And so don't don't ever if you have a gift, if you have the impulse, if you have the desire, it automatically is there for a purpose. Your role, your job is to explore that, not to fix it, not to solve it, but to explore it. Because once you explore it, that's when the revelations come. That's when you're not going to get the answer. You're not going to go A to Z. You're going to go A, then B, then C, then D, Uh (laughs) then E, then F. You're going to go through all that. So each, because what's happening is the worth, the self-worth is also growing and developing too. So be patient with yourself Get still with yourself. If you need help with this, I I don't believe in being able to do things by yourself. It takes a village. It takes a tribe. It takes community. Um, you know, that's what I, why I started creating Crimson is because I feel like we don't have enough community um, sometimes for artists outside of playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I we totally need more of that. the mental yeah, community. I totally agree yeah, with that. we need the mental community because it's, it's a tough, it's a tough it's a tough area to be in. Um, yep. And and given our society right now, and we're using social media so much, we're not really getting the, the same type of support that I think we really need. So be willing to utilize your support. Um, again, I'm not doing Creating Crimson to get rich at all. I promise you. So <laughs> I just want to be able to help um, where I can, you know, where, where I'm able to. At the same time, um, you know, use use your different communities out there to help you move along so you can keep your huddle, so you can keep <laughs> every mm-hmm. morning knowing as long as you wake up, I with will. If, if if your eyes woke up and you got some breath, you're breathing, you can move your Coach legs. Coach put you on the that field for a reason. He put you on the field for a reason. You're, you're, you're here to play. So play. And play doesn't equal being you know, I don't play football, so I, I'm trying to think of a top football <laughs> player, one of the Bradys. Um, Tom Brady, it doesn't mean that's who you're going to be up on the field. You know, every every, every football field needs all the all different the types of players, mm-hmm. all the different types. It's not a whole bunch of quarterbacks out there. It's not a whole bunch of linebackers out there. It is a team of different. So you you have to assume your role for the day be, be and, and, and play it play it the best yep. that you know how. So and, uh, my, yeah. my last thought is the vibration of the question and the vibration of the answer are two different frequencies. And in, in order to, <laughs> to get to the vibration of the answer, you got to get moving. And yeah. uh, right. If you have a question, then you vibrate in the, in the level of the, the question. So get moving mm, and the vibration will pick up and you'll get to the answer. You will. So on that note, ah, <laughs> on wow, that, we need to write a book Will, on this. Good grief, it's got deep. <laughs> mm. ah, start, but it was it fun. was definitely fun. I'm gonna start putting some organ in the back so we can. Uh, <laughs> I know, hype these sections up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. yep. Well, that's it. Well, good. Well, we we are we are always so excited to talk to you guys. This is really fun. And again, we want you to keep tuning in because we've got some really we've got some interviews coming up with some people, some musicians, some amazing yep. musicians in the field. And so um, <clears throat> we're going to mix things up a bit so that you guys are not just hearing from us, but hearing from people who are really, you know, like hearing us their, their doing, path, you know, you know the their life thing. path and how they yeah. got to where they're going. So maybe you can model yourself. Absolutely. and what you're trying to do. So. Absolutely. Perfect. Okay. 
Well, thank you, Kenya. Thank you, Will. Thank you for allowing us to get woo woo. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.